Before you get into today's podcast, just wanted to let you know that registrations for the NEST for years 1, 2, 3 and 4 are currently open. About 90% of the speakers that you hear on Origin Gate contribute to NEST material. So if you love the Origin Gate podcast, you're going to love the NEST. Join today where we begin to grow and mature as sons of Yahweh. Classes kick off the first week of May 2021. To sign up, go to www.thefoundationnest.com. Hi everyone, Mario Elenas here. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo Origin Gates Daily Podcast. It's such a delight to be with you again and to be sharing a story with you, one that involves something that took place in my life very recently. I want to begin by reading Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4, which say, Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. The story I'm sharing with you today involves something that kings have lusted after for as long as there's a, there has been recorded history on the earth. Armies have fought for it. People have schemed for it. People have tried to hide it. Divers have dived to find it. Ships have been wrecked carrying it. I'm speaking, of course, of the precious metal called gold. This story involves gold, and I'll be sharing with you a story within the story to bring forth this truth that I just read from God's Word. And I hope that it's a blessing to you, and I hope it's an inspiration to your life. I've been in the pursuit of understanding and knowledge about precious metals for more than 12 years now. I started in, in 2009, and then in 2010, I obtained my first piece of silver. It was one ounce of silver, and started to grow in my understanding of the significance of the precious metals, not only as true wealth, something that um, contains wealth and measures value, but also something that uh, retains its value over time. And gold is one of those items that is is precious in the in the sense that it contains value it retains value and measures value and if you want to know more about gold and especially my own journey with gold you can go to mariosellinas.com i have many teachings that are very affordable on this subject but for now i want to let you know that one of the things that i learned just this past year in the year 2020 which i did not know before so after about 11 years of pursuit in the precious metals i finally came into starting to understand what is known as numismatics which is the study and the pursuit of collecting coins that have numismatic value and also collectible value and one of the most uh, sought after hard to find and treasured by all collectors of numismatics and especially those of gold coins is is the coin called the saint geldens the 20 dollar double eagle u.s saint gelden it's called the saint gelden because it was designed by the american sculptor augustus saint gelden 
who uh, was born in New York and did a lot of his training in Europe and then came back and you can, you can look him up or, on Google or Wikipedia and you'll find a lot of information about the designer of this coin. But once he got into numismatics, he designed this particular gold coin which bore a $20 uh, marking or value and it was produced from 1907 until 1932. Those are the only years that the saint, we call it the saint in, in uh, gold um, and silver collectible collectors uh, circles. And the saint was only produced from 1907 to 32 because in 1933, President uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, FDR for short, uh, outlawed the ownership of gold by American citizens and Americans had to turn in all their gold except for I believe they were allowed to hold on to two ounces but the rest had to be turned in and from 1933 until the mid 70s gold was outlawed for ownership by individuals until Nixon's presidency when they allowed for gold again to be uh, possessed by individuals and so the 1933 saints were actually produced before the president issued the proclamation or made the executive uh, decision that that gold would be turned in and then outlawed and they had to be destroyed and one of the stories that um that is is well known among collectors of gold is that uh and it's a true story is that the the mint master of the philadelphia mint and uh a group of uh individuals who worked at that mint conspired together to switch 20 saints from 1933 with saints from previous years. And so they, they procured, they were able to come up with 20 coins that they switched out and took out 1933s before they were all destroyed because the president said no more gold is to be owned by individuals, so destroy the 1933 batch. And before those coins were melted, 20 of them got out. And of those 20 coins, it is believed that six of them are still out there somewhere. It is illegal to own one. And if you were ever to even see one, uh, you could be in, in grave danger. That is the level of craziness that has circled and surrounded the ownership of those coins. But the 1907 and the 1932 saints, these gold coins that are, are a $20 coin, it's called a double eagle because it has a beautiful eagle with with spread with with wings up in the back. You can look it up even as you're listening to this. You can just Google Saint Gildan. Gildan is spelt G-A-U-D-E-N-S, but it's pronounced Gildan. So you can look up the the 1907 to 1932 gold coin called a saint, um, and you can see how beautiful these coins are. And the, the, the hardest ones to find are the 1932. So a 1932 saint in decent condition, one that's graded even, would be in the tens of thousands of dollars to obtain one. So the, the price of gold as I am recording this is around $1,730 an ounce. Okay, it's gone all the way up to $2,089 an ounce. It's the highest gold has ever gone. And that was... Um, just under a year ago when gold spiked in the summer of, of 2020 and, and early fall. So 
Um, so we're talking a, a lot of money above the price of the, the gold that is in that coin. And it's not even 100% gold in that coin. It's actually 96.5%, uh, 97.5% gold. The rest is copper for durability. So I've studied a lot of things about metals and about gold and about numismatics. And I learned that the saint is one of the most sought after items in the numismatic world. And, and, um, and since I've learned about them, I've owned a few saints. Uh, I've, I've invested in some of them. I didn't pay much more than what the gold price was because of their condition. And they weren't graded. They weren't stamped. They weren't in any way set aside to be a certain level of, of mintage. They were just un um, circulated coins that you know, had some wear on them, but I was able to obtain them close to the price of spot for gold at the time. And Danielle also bought me one for Christmas last year. But the 1907 and the 1932 saints, the first year of issue and the last year are the hardest to find. And I've only, I've only seen 1932s online. I've uh, never seen one in person. Uh, again, the 1933 is illegal to own. Somebody serving a 20-year sentence, as I as I speak this, for selling one in an auction. I think it went for seven point something million dollars. One of the it's the highest price a gold coin has ever fetched. A U.S. gold coin has ever fetched. Um, King Farouk of e of former King Farouk of Egypt. He used to have one of those coins. I think it was given to him as a diplomatic gesture. Uh, back back then and that coin was there was a manhunt for that coin after King Farouk was deposed um, that's one of the stories that circulates around the Saints and the the FBI and other law enforcement agencies in the US uh, also had a manhunt to find some of the coins that were out there remember 20 made it out I believe nine were already found and destroyed there are two in the Smithsonian uh, Institute or the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C., I believe. And um, there's definitely one, there may be two. And then there there are known to be six that are out there that people don't know who has them. But uh, I promise you this is an ongoing investigation to find them because they're not supposed to be out there. They were outlawed. So anyway, the point is um, I learned a lot about them. I own a few of them. But just recently, Danielle and I were in a place far away from home. We were traveling and we looked into it. We went into a coin shop. It was a small coin shop. It was in a, in a sketchy neighborhood. I didn't even know that the front door uh, was, was busted. Like the glass was, it wasn't shattered to where it wasn't on the door anymore, but it had, you know, like the spider web break when somebody throws a brick at a door. So somehow, somehow someone had tried to break into that place and wasn't able to, so they still hadn't replaced the glass. That's not a good sign when you're going into a place to do business. So Danielle and I were a little hesitant to go into this place, but when we did, we walked in and they had a display case, a glass display case as these places normally do. And I've been in many, many, many shops like this over the years. And they had gold coins on display, which is rare for places like this. Usually, and especially in a sketchy neighborhood, the gold coins would be put away and you'd have to ask for them to bring them out and they'd have to kind of like eyeball you. Of course, there's cameras running all the time and make sure that you're a legit person that's looking to buy and not and not just somebody that is looking for an opportunity to get, get your hands on some gold coins with a quick pull of a gun and, and threatening them and then running off with gold coins. So... 
there's all these protocols in these places, but these guys had the gold coins displayed uh, next to the silver coins. And I had actually gone in to buy some silver. I wasn't even thinking about buying gold. I didn't have the kind of cash on me to buy gold that day. And we, again, we were away from home in another state. And, and Danielle, my wife, pointed to a coin and it was a saint. I could tell from the Lady Liberty that was in the front of it. That's the front of the coin. The back of the coin is the double eagle. And Danielle pointed to it and I, and I bent down to look at the date. And sure enough, I saw 1907. I had never seen a 1907 saint. This is the first year of issue of the saint. And uh, I was blown away. I said, I said to the person behind the counter, is that really a 1907 saint? I just, I, I just want to make sure. And, and the young lady's eyes just, she made big eyes. She just came in. It is a 1907 saint. So I, I said, may I look at it? And she said, yes, of course. So she pulled it out and she put it on the counter. They put a, a, a cloth and she put the saint, the 1907 saints on, on the cloth. And I started to look at it closely and it had some wear, it had some wear on it. Uh, it had been used. And, uh, but at the same time, the date was clearly uh, visible. And when you turned it over, one of the things you look for is the, the feathers on the eagle. And one that has a lot of wear, the upper, the upper feathers are going to be worn to where they kind of blend together. But if the feathers are uh, easily discernible and separated from each other, that's a sign that it doesn't have that much wear on the back. And this one looked really good on the back. The feathers were clearly visible. And so I, I then began a, a lengthy process to obtain this co coin because I didn't have the kind of cash on me but I had to find a way to make this happen because uh, the chance of bumping into one like that in a coin shop in a shady neighborhood away from home is slim to none. This is a one in a million situation and I had to have it. The price was decent. It wasn't uh, in, the, in the thousands and thousands of dollars. It was, it was above spot, of course, but it wasn't going to be that much above spot. So... Uh, what we did to come up with what we needed to to obtain this coin is something for another story. But we were able to legitimately legally purchase this coin that day. And, uh, and we were able to walk away with it. Of course, we had to go through airports with it. I had to keep it in my pocket. I was aware of it at all times. If people knew what was on me in the little bus that took us to our car after we landed or uh, in different places we stopped on the way home, if people knew what was on me, I could have been in grave danger. But, um, but the 1907 Saint is, is in a vault now, in a secure vault away from uh, anybody that could reach it for the wrong purposes. But but it is in our possession. And the point I wanted to make with this story is that through wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I believe that when, when Proverbs 24 speaks of a house, it's not just speaking about a house like our home, your home, and the things that are in the rooms. It's speaking about something more than that. And I believe it has to do with who we are, what we carry, and what's inside of us. But it also pertains to physical possessions and the things that are of value. And I have found that the pursuit of knowledge and understanding and the things of, of God and having our hearts set on His kingdom and His righteousness 
adds all these other things to us. And I have been in pursuit of understanding about the precious metals. I have taught about these things all over the world. Many people's lives have been transformed in a very positive way from engaging with these things the right way for the right reasons, for the wealth building purposes of advancing Yahweh's kingdom. And I believe that after 12 years, this is a reward of that diligence and of that pursuit of wisdom and understanding and knowledge in these matters. And I want to encourage every listener, there are over quarter of a million listeners all over the world listening to this right now and having access to this particular uh, podcast and to our podcasts every day. And I want to encourage each and every one of you that whatever it is you are pursuing, there is a reward for diligence and for discipline and for the pursuit of the knowledge and understanding that equip us and empower us to be agents of transformation on the earth. So I bless you today with this gold story, and may you advance and prosper in all that you do in the name of Yeshua. Uh, uh, The disclaimer that I was going to share at the very end is that uh, these precious things are not in my possession and not in my house in a way that they could be obtained by anyone, because this goes out widely. I just want to make sure these things are secured in underground vault storage that cannot be accessed. There are security guards around it. We have ways of protecting all the stuff we have. And because these teachings go out wide, I always make sure that I, I share that to to protect our own home and to make sure that nobody gets triggered and does the wrong thing about these things. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Have a good one. Shalom.